Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Well, hey there. Thank you for joining us once again for Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name's Aaron, and I'm sitting in the studio with Dr. Chris Banning. Dr. Banning, how are you? Doing good. How are you, Aaron? I'm doing good. Good. Are you rested? I know you've got you've got a lot of side projects going on. Oh yeah, I'm very well rested. <laughs> good. I'm I'm still mentally stable as well. So. <laughs> well, I don't know that I can say the same for myself. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, we do a lot of talking now. This this podcast is meant to to help the listener with their health and their um, you know holistically without surgery or medication where when possible. And we talk a lot about supplements. And so my question for you this morning is what if, if you could only take one supplement, let's say that something happens, you can only take one. Which one would you take? So, you know, there's a lot of over the counter medications that people take constantly. Tylenol, Advil, Aleve, Bufferin, Aspirin, all those good things. Right. If I could give you a supplement that uh, would reduce all causes of mortality this is in the research this is in the literature is that something you'd be interested absolutely in? okay if i could recommend something that would um reduce overall inflammation in your body is that something you'd be interested yes in? because inflammation causes pain yes. and, and i'm interested in getting rid of pain okay. so it would be omega-3 fats okay yep now we've had a we've had an episode about that before. What what's the best source for them? If I if I need omega threes besides eating fish, what what's the best source? Well, that's still up for debate. But not up for debate is the benefits of of uh, three or excuse me two ingredients, uh, which would be EPA and DHA. We'll go into that later on. But um, you can look at it a couple of different ways. Look at your fishes. There's lots of uh, you know, data out there where you can look at the amount of mercury in a, in a particular fish. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, the longer the lifespan of a fish, um, the more mercury it's going to have in it. That makes sense, actually, because they've so, been around longer. Yeah, and, and a lot of times a bigger fish is going to have more mercury. That, I'm just giving you a general uh, generalization there. Um, the shorter the lifespan of an animal in the ocean the less chance it will have to accumulate mercury. Okay. So based on that, you know, you've got the algae that everything, you know, we talked about the sun the other day. The sun helps the algae grow, yeah. or we talked on, on land, helps the grass grow, but in the ocean it helps the algae grow. And what feeds off the algae? Fish. Little fishies, tiny right. fishies. Yes. Sardines. <laughs> yes. So your tinier fish are going to have less mercury in them. Okay. Krill. That's another one. Uh, you know, sardines, things like that. As we get to bigger fish that have longer lifespans, you're going to have more mercury. So from that standpoint, you know, the best thing that you can do is eat fish. That's what I have read, and that will have a, a, a bigger impact on your omega-3s. Eat two to three helpings of fish a week. And so you can get sardines. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, sardines are really good for you. Um, they're not going to have as much fish. Just make sure, you know, they're as environmentally packaged and prepared as possible. You don't want 
that with soybean oil. <laughs> that would <laughs> okay. defeat the purpose. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would think that's one of the best things you can do. And you take, you know, man, you get, you get like sardines with some crackers or something like that and a little bit of, I don't know, mustard or something. That's a pretty good little treat. What if I don't? What if I don't eat fish? Is there another way? Because I don't. Uh, I don't know well, if you knew that. I don't. Yeah, eat I remember you told fish. me that. Um, well, you can take lots of supplements. There's lots of supplements out there now. They got supplements that are molecularly distilled and concentrated. Now they call that pharmaceutical grade, and a lot of that can be, you know, it's where you start getting into the the marketing aspect of it but molecularly distilled what they do is they concentrate the active parts the APA and the DHA the problem is is in doing that they change the structure of some of those acids and it's not as bioavailable okay okay makes sense so there are some fish oils that they run through bentonite clay that will take out the impurities. Now, that's what I take, tuna omega from standard process. But um, I like to vary the the products that I take, so I, I know I'm getting, you know, if you just take one type of a supplement, you need to vary, you need to take several different ones. That's just my opinion, because it's such an important thing uh, to take the omega-3s are. So, you know, um, you know, the krill oil, That's that's a really good one. Uh, calamari that's from an, uh, squid oh really yeah it's got a high level of epa and dha and it's natural okay okay so things like that but uh you know you can find good sources of it you just have to take supplements if you don't eat fish okay before we before we get into the science of uh of this let me ask you this because i've heard differing opinions and I, i'm not real sure where to go some people say take only fish oil by the spoon other people say supplements are fine as long as it's cold process um, do you have an opinion on, on how to how to take either fish oil pills or fish oil uh, liquid well and the closest to nature you can take it like eating a fish mm-hmm. that's healthy um, that's the best way okay but the problem is, is we have so much mercury in these fish because of industry and so forth gets up into the clouds and then from the clouds it goes down into the water Mm -hmm. it just cycles like that and so um i mean cold processed or cold i think that's okay um you just gotta have confidence in the company gotcha that you're dealing with and the uh the research and development that they do with their that's why i love standard process because you've shown me how they the, the mountains of research they've got on their yeah. on their stuff and they just got a new facility that's like several million dollar facility and they hired one of the top research scientists in the in the world um on nutrition and so they're always staying on top of things that's cool yeah. okay that answers my so, question but yeah you want you want a good company okay you want a good company metagenics is a good company standard process neutral west those are all really good companies that have been around for a long time and if you ask them for the research they will give you the research cool. if you ask them how they produce it and then you can make your own decision and it's it's not easy but you got to start you got to start if you're not getting enough omega-3 in your diet um there's a lot of risks for your body because it does so many things for your body i don't think i am i really don't i need, I need yeah. to talk to you after recording about about some uh, standard process uh yeah supplements but anyway that's after the show <laughs> okay
So let's get into some of the science, the science of uh, omega-3. Now, we got kind of in-depth with our previous episode, but but we were comparing omega-3s with omega-6s. Let's talk about just omega-3s and, and the benefits that you get. Well, you always get a benefit when you're, when you're deficient in something. Okay? Okay. So if we were to look at things that our population is deficient in because of the SAD diet, the standard American diet. Right. Omega-3 is huge. Because it's not, you're not going to get it at a drive-thru. No, you're not going to get it at a restaurant. You might think you're eating healthy, you're eating beef or chicken, but if it's uh, grain-fed, corn-fed, mm-hmm. it's going to be omega-6 dominant. Um, so, so fish oil is one of them. Vitamin D is another. Magnesium, vitamin C, those are all things that people are deficient in because they're, they're not getting um, good healthy food. Okay. So <clears throat> the number one thing that omega-3 does well, it does mo- tons of things, but um, as far as you would be interested in as a consumer, is it lowers all causes of mortality. That's amazing. I mean, that's that's a big statement, Dr. Banning. Well, it is, but the reason it is is because, remember, we talk about upstream strategies and downstream strategies, okay? An upstream strategy is, hey, how can I most effectively take care of the needs of my my whole body? And so omega-3 fats reduce inflammation. Well, inflammation drives all diseases, all diseases. Yeah. And I have not looked at the stats. I would love to Google a stat, the stat of the cost of dementia, the cost of Alzheimer's, just that alone. Okay. Okay. And so if you're getting dementia right now, it's too late. I mean, you can start taking omega-3s but you need to be taking omega-3s every day you need to be eating fish every day that are healthy and that have good omega-3s but our food supply is diminishing so you need to get it from something um so when it reduces inflammation i mean we're talking about neurodegenerative diseases like parkinson's um uh alzheimer's things like that that are just going up astronomically the problem with these diseases is they are so they're so traumatic on the patient because they're losing their quality of life. They can't drive. Mm. Um, they can't remember anything. They have no social life. And it shuts down everything, and it affects the family, and it affects our economy and society. So they're very costly diseases. Um, the other thing is is it lowers the chances for cardiovascular disease it lowers the chance for stroke for heart attack um, it stabilizes blood sugar it reduces pain people that take omega-3s it helps the stomach where do autoimmune diseases start they start in the stomach with the digestion okay okay rheumatoid arthritis it, it's, it's well documented that it helps people with rheumatoid arthritis it's well documented that it helps people with uh, brain function, with visual function. Um, there was a study, the Framingham study, which was a landmark study that was done. And they looked at a group over a nine-year period that took 180 milligrams of DHA. Okay. Is that a lot? That's very little. Okay. It's very little. 
And what they noted, the group that took 180 milligrams Mm -hmm. over the group that did not, um, the group that took the the, uh, omega-3 fats had a 50% reduction in incidences of dementia. That's amazing. It is. It's not getting out. You know why? Why? Because of Advil, because of Aleve, because of Bufferin, because of Tylenol, (laughs) because of Aspirin. Big Pharma will lose tons of money, but people should be taking fish oil. They should Absolutely. be instead of all these other things. Now, I can't recommend this professionally, but you as a person, as an individual, as a consumer, should be studying these things, should be looking at these things. Because if you look at our future with dementia and Alzheimer's alone, there's enough. These nursing homes, mm-hmm. people are stacking up like, like wood. Yeah. I know there's new ones popping up, up all over the oh, place. There, there's a reason because it's a way to generate income because you're taking care of people's Alzheimer's. It takes 10000 to $12,000 a year just to take care of someone with Alzheimer's. Okay. And do you like retirement? I haven't got there yet, but I'm sure I will. <laughs> do you like the equity in your house? Yes, sir. Do you like to be able to do the things that you want to? Yes, so what happens if your wife gets Alzheimer's? What are you doing right now to prevent that? That's a good question. If you're eating regularly, you know, going out to eat, you're not getting these omega-3 fats. You just aren't. So you can you can put them into your everyday diet. You can eat grass-fed, pasture-fed animals. Um, you know, just recently I discovered that pork has a specific type of omega-3 I didn't know that. Yeah, it does. I can't remember the name of it, but I just read that a couple days ago. Um, You know, pasture-fed pork, and we get that from Hill Family Farm here just in White House. But, uh, you know, the thing is, you're not going to notice it instantly, but if you do it over a long period of time compared to people that aren't, you know, people, this Alzheimer's and this neurodegeneration, people are just dropping like flies. It's sad. That, that really is sad. It is. I, I can't tell you how many patients that I have who are taking care of or living with their parents. Now, our parents were a lot healthier and ate better than we did. That's true. That is so true. We have so much more convenient, microwavable, you know, at a minute food right now versus our parents. And the quality of food is, is getting worse. Oh, yeah. That... We're going to have more problems with that than our parents did, and our children will. And if you look at our children, we're getting off on a rabbit trail here, but our children are getting more, they're getting more obese, mm-hmm. they're getting more diabetic, um, you know, they're, they're getting more sedentary, and so it's a, it's a horrible situation. It's, it's coming up here. You know, it's frightening. Goes. It, it's scary. It is. It's, but yeah, so um, fish oil would be one of the top strategies for anybody um to start taking and i've got books here there's been decades of research on fish oil yeah you got a stack Um, you you put a library on your desk here well i've loaned (laughs) several out i've loaned several out i've probably got 15 or 20 okay okay um there's one andrew stoll it's called the omega-3 connection andrew stoll was the head neuropsychopharmacological doc at harvard Harvard University. Harvard. Now, he was a psychologist, a pharmacologist. Good grief. And a neurologist. <laughs> okay? So, his number one thing for depression 
It's not some big fancy drug. It's fish oil. Fish oil helps depression. It helps it. Yes, it helps the brain function better. Um, and it was 10 grams. High dosing. That's what he talked about. High dosing. And he had several cases that he shared. This is a guy, a neuropsychopharmacologist. Okay. Okay. Top in the field in neurology, psychology, and pharmacology. Okay. You All don't right. run into And he's at Harvard. That's that's impressive. Yeah. So he has to go write his own book out there. Big Pharma is not going to advertise this stuff. No. Consumer groups will look at this and try to promote it. How much money does a consumer group have to promote this? Probably nothing. Yeah. So it's in the book. Okay, get the book. The Omega-3 Connection. Um, another good one. Inflammation Nation by Floyd Chilton. Oh, Dr. Chilton. Yes. <laughs> um you know, if you are overweight or have arthritis, asthma, allergies, diabetes, or heart disease, you are part of Inflammation Nation. And oh, by the way, dementia and Alzheimer's come with it. There's a they're they're, they're calling. There's t- two types of diabetes. There's diabetes one that you're born with. Right. There's diabetes two, which is lifestyle. Right. Remember we talked about how genetics loads the gun and lifestyle fires it. Yep. That's what two is. They're coming up with now, they're screaming with a diabetes 3 yeah, and it's I've heard brain, of loss of brain function, dementia, Alzheimer's. So with inflammation and diabetes, you're getting, you might go to the hospital and think, oh, I want to check to see if my heart's okay. And remember, we talked about this before, you know, you got this race. Well, you know, I've got high blood pressure. I might, and you go there and you find out you got diabetes, you got high blood pressure, you got inflammatory diseases all affecting you at the same time so you have multiple system diseases taking place you got fatty liver you got Mm. um, insulin resistance you got a pancreas that can't produce insulin you got all these things and so that's why this is so devastating but that is also why fish oil can help okay okay all right so um all right so the next one omega-3 zone this is by barry sears he's one of the He's an MIT doc. He's an engineer, but he talks about how high dose pharmaceutical grade fish oil is close to a medical miracle as we will see in the 21st century. That's that's a big statement, too. I love it. It is. And it's backed by research. It's not backed by funded research of companies that own fish oil refineries. <laughs> Good. Okay. How do these guys make their money? They make their money by selling books, but they make their money, too, by finding legitimate research out there that holds up. Yeah, that's because, a pretty hefty book you yeah, got there. Because what is the alternative to reducing inflammation? What do you take? We just talked about it. All these over-the-counter, over-the-counter medications. Yeah. And then if you get into more serious stuff, you take these medications for arthritis. Like I was telling you, I had a patient who was taking hydro, I should have looked it up, Some a long name. It wasn't hydrocodone. Good. But it was specifically for um osteoarthritis and she started losing her vision so she goes to her doctor doctor says hey i don't know i mean whatever i don't know what to do send her to her ophthalmologist now the ophthalmologist sees this on a day-to-day basis he says get off of that blankety blank stuff you're losing your vision it's damaging you know your your cells in in your eyes because the eyes are very vascular and it's destroying your your circulation to your eyes and she permanently now has to wear glasses where mm. she didn't before. 
Um, so is that something that would be nice to know? Well, yes, yes, absolutely. So in my line of work, I see a lot of people with osteoarthritis, inflammatory joint diseases, and Celebrex is another one. Fish oil does everything and more that these medications do without the side effects. Okay. Well, why aren't doctors pushing? Okay, I know the answer. Asking, it's, it's always the same answer. Yeah. It's always the same answer. Um, it's big pharma. It's marketing. Big pharma spends more money on marketing than they do on research. When they have research, they don't even do the uh, oh, what is it? the placebo because the placebo has a stronger effect than their their drug itself. But so that's incredible. <laughs> that's yeah. Just, I mean, it's mind boggling to me. So. Um, you know, we got another one here. Well, this is Andrew Stahl, the Omega-3 connection here, um, just to read some highlights. Why Omega-3s are essential for mental health. Mental health is on a massive rise. Yes, and it's, okay. a, big, it's a big topic right now, too. Yes. Uh, the remarkable antidepressive powers of fish oils, flax oil, and Omega-3 supplements. Safe and effective supplements for pregnancy and postpartum depression. Okay. Oh, here, by the way, directory, director of Psychopharmacology Research Laboratory, uh, McLean Hospital, faculty, Harvard Medical School. Um, you know, very similar claims to what uh, Dr. Sears talks about. And, you know, his heading is, you know, how to manage depression safely, naturally, and without side effects. Now, you don't just go start taking piles of omega-3s. You have to study. You have to learn. But but that's where you get a lot of your good uh, good things that can help you. Well, There's, that that does bring up an inter- interesting question. How much should I start taking? If I'm just if I've never done it before and I'm starting today, what what would you recommend? Well, it's just like anything. If you've got somebody that's in a mental institution that's falling apart, they need a lot. Okay. If you have somebody that's well-nourished, like I, I like to think of myself as well-nourished. I've probably got some deficiencies. Um, my wife shares some of those with me, but I keep try to keep those <laughs> private, you know. <laughs> no, just kidding on that. But this is the deal. Um, just by the amount of toxins and the poor quality of our food that we're getting, the industrialized food supply, I mean, everybody probably needs to take it. Omega-3s are essential fatty acids. Your body has to have them. It can't produce them. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> you know, for a, for a maintenance dose, you would look at two, two grams. Okay. That, two that's grams good. A day. All right. Okay. And you got DHA and EPA in there. Um, so that's what you would do. Now, for a, a therapeutic dose, you could go anywhere from like three to four grams all the way up to 10 grams. All right. Now, what you have to do is you have to take some antioxidants with this, like a multivitamin, because what happens is this omega-3 fat is very easily rancidified, or it spoils very easily. If you don't have enough antioxidants in your body and your system, that's what keeps things from oxidizing and spoiling in your body. Okay. Okay. And and we're not saying stop your medications and start this. As we talked about in the very beginning of the show, we... Talk to your doctor if you're gonna if you're gonna be t- stopping something. You got to do that under a doctor's care. Yeah, and your doctor's not going to know much about omega three. No, He'll probably, probably ask him about that. Knowledge of it, <laughs> he probably doesn't know a lot of studies that are out there. Um, but this is another one. It's called the ultimate omega three diet. You can actually eat foods that are high in omega three fats. Uh, maximize the power of omega threes to supercharge your health, 
battle inflammation, and keep your mind sharp. These are recurring um, claims from people that are extremely knowledgeable. Um, and I've know, been I've been looking at these books as you as you've been picking them up. They're all by doctors. Yeah, everybody that's written these things are they got a lot of initials after their names. Exactly. <laughs> Live longer, better, and healthier with omega threes. Okay. Um, and here's another one: fats that heal and fats that kill. This oh, that sounds very, interesting. This is a comprehensive one, but it says how eating the right fats and oils improves your energy level, athletic performance, fat loss, cardiovascular health, immune function, longevity, and more. Okay, hold on just a second. Did you just tell me that fish oil can help me lose weight? Well, eat. Believe it or not, eating fat helps you lose fat. No, I yes. heard in the seventies we had to stop the insanity and stop eating all fat. That's right. <laughs> Eat carbohydrates that are produced by the manufacturers and the big industrial, you know, like the cereals. Yeah. Captain Crunch. Oh, thank you. Yes, that was, that was one of my favorites. Or King King Vitamin. King Vitamin. I used right. to love that as a yeah. kid. Because so you know what? It's loaded with vitamins. Yeah, they spray them on there. Um, so if you were to look at DHA, DHA is a structural fat that is in our brain. of the weight of our brain is fat. Okay. Okay. DHA is about 20% of that fat. So when my brother calls me a fathead, that's a good thing. Exactly. Okay. I'm going to tell him that. I'm telling him that then. So the other thing is, is, uh, you know, we got these myelin sheaths. You've you've seen a wire before, right? Where it's got the insulation around the Mm -hmm. wire. Yep. That's what fat does. If you're, remember they had the low fat diet. Oh, sure. Yeah. You want to get sick. Do low fat. <laughs> I mean, you're really going to hurt yourself. But, you know, your brain needs fat. Your nerves need fat. In fact, your cell membranes, you know, your cells, which you have billions of, all the different types of cells, nerve cells, bone cells, eye cells, you know, stomach cells, you name it. They all have this membrane that surrounds the cell and the membrane's purpose is to protect the cell but also to bring stuff in and bring stuff out get rid of waste and bring in food and nourishment it also has receptor sites for hormones but what happens is it's called cell membrane fluidity where things can get in and out freely that's what these fats do they're actually involved in cellular communication and cellular signaling Okay. Okay. Which is really important for the nervous system. Let me ask you this. How important is it for the cells to communicate with each other? In other words, you've got this little village of cells that are not communicating. They're not under control of the human body. What are they going to do? They're going to act on their own interest, right? Right. So what kind of cells do that? Bad ones. Bad ones. Cancer cells. Yeah. Or cells that uh, produce disease or cells that are opportunists that just keep on growing and feeding off of the sad American diet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, some other things is uh, omega-3s raise HDL. And that's the good cholesterol. cholesterol. That's a good cholesterol. Okay. Now, when we say good cholesterol, all cholesterol has a purpose. Okay. Really? Does, so there's a purpose for the bad cholesterol? <sighs> they call it the bad cholesterol, but it's, it's involved in transporting bile into our GI tract so we can get rid of it. It's involved in transporting toxins. Yeah. This is the deal. When inflammation goes up, it signals the body, okay? Mm -hmm. And so the body can respond to any small trauma. 
if you have any kind of a little plaque inside of your blood vessels, your body will try to, if it's, if it's inflammatory over the years, it's going to work on that area where it's got that placking. Where what happens is um, your, your blood vessel linings can develop brittleness All right. o- over time. And some of that can, can break apart the inner lining of your blood vessel. And we call that a, uh, it's not like an avulsion. Oh, I'm trying to remember what they call that. Anyhow, but it creates a wound in there, and the inflammatory process, if you're eating bad fats, will go nuts. It'll start building up a wall around that that area where there's a little trauma in that blood vessel. Next thing you know, you got a blocked artery. That's okay. not good. Yeah, and that's how clots form. Um, omega-3s, thin blood, naturally. So, I mean, I know several patients that have been to the emergency room and they've been on blood thinners. Yeah, I've got a friend right now that's on blood thinners. He's, yeah. de- he's dealing with some issues with it, too. Yeah. And at the emergency room, these blood thinners have horrible side effects. And uh, they'll go in there and have all these issues. And then sometimes the, the, the emergency room physician will say, hey, you know, this medication has this side effect. We're getting tired of taking care of people like you. So we're going to just tell people, fish oil. Mm. Replace it. That'd be awesome. That's what they do. Yeah. So the fish oil reduces inflammation. It thins the blood. So that's going to help the patient get better. I love it. Yeah. So, um, you know, decreased cardiovascular disease, decreases stroke, and it stabilizes your blood sugar. I can tell you a really interesting, a, a personal story with one of my best friends. Um, he just had horrible health. He had Guillain-Barre. Well, he was an alcoholic. That didn't help. Right. Um, he had diabetes. And he was just morbidly obese. He had combined systems disease, like we talked about. Remember we talked about earlier how people think they've got one thing, then all of a sudden their kidneys are failing. They've got high blood pressure. You know, they've got rheumatoid arthritis. That's how this stuff works. And so his kidneys were failing. Neat side story. He had to have dialysis, okay? Okay. This guy had never been married Tom is one of the sweetest people you will ever meet. Just a big heart, help anybody, fix anything, repair anything. Well, he's getting dialysis done. Mm. And uh, one of these ladies starts to get sweet on him. <laughs> and so he's joking around, kidding with her, you know, just like Tommy would do. And it's not legal for the clients to interact with the nurses and so forth. Well, Correct. There's laws about that. Yeah. But anyhow... Um, so they kind of get sweet on each other and, uh, Tommy needs a kidney or he's going to die. So there's all these tests going on and he doesn't know anybody that can get tested or anything for a kidney. And this lady went for a test and she, she talked to him. She says, you know, I got a surprise for you. I've got a kidney that's compatible with yours. And he's like, Oh no, don't do that. She says, yes, I want to do that. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. That's so, that's a sacrifice so, right there. Yeah, so guess what? She gave him a kidney, saved his life. Now he's still living. He's not extremely healthy. He's very vulnerable to a lot of things. Are they married? Yes. Oh, you got to be kidding. No, I'm what serious. Is, that, that, yeah. that's, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah so, so anyhow, he didn't have a choice. I mean, somebody gives you a kidney. 
<laughs> you got to marry them. Yeah, that's called true love right there. That's giving up a part of yourself. I, I love yeah. it. But but anyhow, so he his body is so finicky. It's so sick and so diseased. There's not a lot his body can digest. And so I'd say, well, try this or do this or do that. It would flare him so much. And I finally said, hey, try this fish oil. He's been on fish oil for about 13 years. And the fish oil has stabilized his blood sugar. It reduces his pain. It gives him more mental clarity. That is amazing. This is fish oil. It's nothing magical. And, and you don't need a prescription to get yeah. it. And so the neat thing is, is this is a personal story that I have with a friend that was very diseased, very ill. Nothing was helping him. And the fish oil just hit it out of the park for him. And so he gets, I mean, I sent him a, a crate full of fish oil. That's you know, awesome. And uh, he puts it in his freezer, and then he just takes uh, five of them a day. I love it. I love it a lot. Yeah. So that's a cool story. That but, is a cool uh, story. So, you know, um, other studies that have been done. Now, we've talked about longevity, but there's a lot of research going on with these telomeres, telomere lengths, and DNA damage. And DNA damage takes place. See, DNA is important because it is the the blueprints for your body to produce new cells. Mm -hmm. So what your body does is it takes this DNA, these DNA strands and it copies and produces new cells. So each time you're getting a copy of a copy. Okay. So what happens when you run a thousand copies? What do you lose? It starts getting weaker and weaker. You losing, you lose information. Yeah. The cells become weaker. Uh, They don't function as well. That's what aging does. Well, these telomere lengths, are a biomarker for aging, longevity, and, and vitality. And so what happens is when you, when you take things like fish oil, it has a neuroprotective effect. So think of these telomeres, the ends of them dissolving with free radicals, with junk food, with garbage. When you have vitamins, when you have antioxidants, a good supply of these things the telomeres don't degenerate as rapidly and your body can produce good, healthy, viable cells. So what, what you can do is picture the telomere and the end of it as being, you ever seen a shoelace with the end of it? Mm-hmm. It's got a solid cap on it. Sure. It doesn't fray. Right. Well, that's what the omega-3 does. And so it protects that. It's, it's, it's protective for those telomeres. And so, you know, DNA damage is one of the biggest causes of, uh, degeneration inflammation drives that so you know when you get dna damage that's where your genetics start showing up okay okay so so we can talk about longevity but on the other end of the spectrum we can talk about health of the fetus health of the baby health of the embryo health of the em- the infant and you know um, low levels of omega-3 have been proven to result in more brain disease, poor IQs, poor social development, more mental health issues. So it's not just a cure-all, but it's also a necessity. It's It's essential. It's essential. Yeah, we have to have it. Yeah, so if mom is deficient in omega-3s, guess what? So is baby. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, have you ever heard of postpartum depression? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, what happens is mom's body protects that baby and gives up everything that it can. That's including omega-3 fats. Okay. So, when she has that baby, she's void of a lot of things. 
and omega-3 deficiency can happen with postpartum depression. And so that's why it's so important to supplement with or to eat stuff that's good in omega-3 long before you get pregnant. I mean, it doesn't apply to you and me, but if we're wanting to have good, healthy sperm mm-hmm. to, to, to donate to our wife or our, our, our you know, what the future mom of this child, we got to take care of ourselves, too. Yeah. So, you know, or, or our DNA or our cells are going to be void and you're going to have a child that's it's not very healthy. Well, we should take care of ourselves anyway. I mean, we've got jobs to do and we need to be healthy. Whose responsibility is it to take care of ourselves? It's my responsibility to take care of me. It's not the government's. <laughs> Ooh, I would hate to have that. Yeah. I've seen what they've done with other things. I'd hate for them to be taking care of my health. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So so one of the other things is we talk about COX-2 inhibitors. Mm-hmm. That's like an anti-inflammatory. Okay. Okay. So fish oil does a better job than those COX-2 inhibitors. But the other thing is the COX-2 inhibitors have a well-known history of creating problems with the liver, with the kidneys, and the stomach. Okay? Okay. And lots of other side effects. After a while, when you take those things, your body just can't function. Okay? That's not for longevity. It's just covering up a symptom. Whereas an omega-3 fat is supporting a deficiency. It's supporting cellular communication. And there's these prostaglandins, which are hormones. Okay, so... There's different types of prostaglandin molecules, but the reason they call them prosta mm-hmm. with, with a prefix of prosta, they first discovered them in seminal fluid. And so they're like, well, wow, this is interesting. And there's several different types of prostaglandins, but they mediate so many things in our bodies. And guess what directly affects them? Omega-3s. Omega-3 fats, yeah. yes. And so there's something where... Um, that produces inflammation, which is arachidonic acid, and that leads to the inflammatory form of prostaglandin. Okay? Okay. Now, when you take fish oil, you block that pathway, you block that inflammatory pathway, and you produce something called the good prostaglandin. I think it's prostaglandins one. So let me give you a role of prostaglandin, and every cell has prostaglandin receptors. Okay. So prostaglandins acts on an array of cells and have a huge variety of effects. So um, it can cause constriction or dilation of vascular smooth muscle. That would be um, the GI tract. That would be your stomach. That would be your esophagus. Gosh, it would be your blood vessels. Okay. Okay. Um, It can cause aggregation or disaggregation of platelets. Now, that's basically a fancy word for clotting or relaxing of clotting do you think that's important yes okay yeah so if you take fish oil it's going to reduce the clotting effect in your blood okay it sensitizes neurons to pain okay fish oil will decrease the sensitivity of your neurons to pain really yes by producing the good prostaglandins it's also involved in labor it's involved in intra ocular pressure decreasing it okay okay regulating inflammation that's been known for a long time that prostaglandins do that regulates calcium movement inside and outside of the cells regulates your hormones controls cell growth um improves thermoregulation of your hypothalamus um sometimes your body needs to produce a fever 
to mm-hmm. get healthy. Right. That's the type of function that, that the prostaglandins has. Um, it improves glomerular, increases glomer. Here we go. <laughs> I had a glomerular filtration rate in the kidneys. That's probably one of the reasons it's helped my uh, my buddy because his GFR was going up. Yeah. Um, it also acts on the parietal cells in the stomach to control acid secretion for digestion. Uh, that goes back to what we were discussing yeah. last week. Remember we talked about how this is an upstream strategy? Yeah. It's it's affecting prostaglandins, and prostaglandins affecting the whole body. All right. Um, it helps produce mucus and bicarbonate, which is secreted by your pancreas and your liver into your small intestine. Okay. All right. Um, and a side note it increases the mating behaviors in goldfish. <laughs> now, that's cool, isn't it? That is cool. So I love it. All right. So prostaglandins are also released during menstruation. So menstruation is part of it is producing cells inside the uterus and getting those cells to release when somebody has a period. Okay. Do you think that could help somebody that has severe clotting? And cramping? Yes. Yeah. Get those cells released instead of having all the cramping and everything. Oh, that's awesome. Um, It also works with inflammatory mediators in the uterus, causes the uterus to contract. Um, There's tons of other issues that it it can correct. And so it's, it's just like, you know, there's these things that we think we know that we see with our eyes and we hear with our ears. But there's things in nature, in the innate intelligence of our bodies, in the orchestra of bodily function that take place when you give the body something that is deficient in. It's like, thank goodness, because I was going to have to to adapt somehow to this deficiency, and that would probably have resulted in some type of a, a pathology or a disease. Yeah. And then guess what? You go take a drug. Well, take fish oil. Yeah. It's that simple. Great. Well, I know you and I both could discuss this at length all day long and who knows maybe we will but we're running out of time here on on the podcast so is there anything that you would uh, you want to wrap up with um gosh i don't know i mean you know when i was a kid i watched the three stooges me too and they, i always loved it when they were on the water because i enjoy being on the water but larry curly and mo would be in this little boat that was sinking and, uh, you know, I remember them talking about how fish is good for the brain. Yeah. Curly said that to Mo, And Mo smacked him upside his head and he <laughs> says, you need to fish for a whale. <laughs> so anyhow, but uh, they are, the Three Stooges even knew that fish oil was good for you. Yeah, this is nothing new. Exactly. Yeah. So Mo was trying to help his buddy Curly out. And Curly said, I ain't doing it. Yeah, Mo Larry Cheese. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any questions about omega-3s or fish oil or, or anything, anything at all, really, uh, just go to whitehousechiropractic.com and you'll see a contact sheet or a contact us button. Click on that. Leave us, uh, leave us a comment or a question and we will get you the answers. If you're in the Middle Tennessee area, we'd love to see you at the office here. Stop by Dr. Banning's practice at 147 Raymond Hirsch Parkway. Give us a call. If you're not in the Middle Tennessee area, go ahead and give us a call anyway. We can answer your questions. We're happy to do that. And we can also maybe recommend someone in your area where you can uh, get the best fish oil or get chiropractic care. Anything you need. 
So feel free to contact us. Dr. Banning, this has been another eye-opening episode. I'm going to go get some fish oil right now. (laughs) Sounds good. I will see you all next week. Dr. Banning will be back with us. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.